0: Hi, I'm Leah Hextall, and I got next.
1: You next up and you ain't been on sports like talk? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you gotta hit him up. Look, you break- you up next, keep the quin go hard. Ride the the big scene. Make them know who you are. You don't break the swing don't set up for less. They put you through that test. Your resume made that blessed. Who got next? Who got next? SLT, for so to say go. Who got next? Who got next? Little Microsoft and all your goals. Who got next? Who got next? You can ask B joke or head coach. Who got next? Who got next? You next up, so Here's my
0: vote. Chill.
1: Yeah, SLT Nation. Welcome back to another FIRE episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next, a platform that gives exposure to the voices of tomorrow. That's right, rising stars to accomplishing big things and living out big dreams and today we got a special one kevin i don't know if this is a nomination but we got to drop a bomb or something for this one because we're going north of the border ladies and gentlemen and we got the og trailblazer in the building that's right the first the first female and i'm just gonna call it the first female because i mean it's she's done the first everything sideline hockey first time for the college men's hockey tournament college men's hockey championship oh my goodness and the great things are on the rise we're gonna tell you all about her story in just one second how you doing today leah
0: I am Gray B. Jones, and Kev, it's so amazing to be here with you guys. I I have to say, I don't know if I'm cool enough to be here. This is how I feel. (laughs) I feel like, you know, I don't know if I'm cool enough to be here, but I'm going to try to hang with you boys today, and I'm just so Wow.
1: Well, well, we know you're comfortable (laughs) around the boys because your story is crazy. And plus, you know, you got MC. I saw you had a title MC at one point in time. So anybody who's an MC could get on the mic with B. Jones, you know what I'm saying?
0: That's right. I know what you're saying. (laughs)
1: hey well check this out if this is your first time joining the show i want to first and foremost thank you for tuning in we know you could have been anywhere else and you made us a part of your life so hopefully you'll uh stick around and hang with us but i am your host the mouth of the south b jones the Louisiana, mr yeet himself i'm rocking alongside of my co-host my brother from another mother my colleague the head coach kt kev you went to Canada again, huh? I see you putting on the frequent fly, Miles, huh?
2: B. Jones, you know what? I always say on every show, slide in their DMs, you never know what will happen. Well, this one... A
0: good motto for life. Hey, it's,
1: yeah. a, it's, a,
0: it's,
1: a, it's another first, huh, Leah? You got another first, right? The first... I, you, you know what, Kevin? This, this is a first. We I don't think we've ever had a hockey person on the show before, have we?
2: You are correct, sir. This is the Omar first.
1: God. Leah, you are the first hockey person, so this Hi. is going to be a banger. This Hi. is going to be a banger. Hey, check this out. Before we get started, we need y'all to do us one quick favor. In sports Life talk tradition, please allow us to uh, keep this awesome momentum of 2022 going and growing. We need you on the count of three. In family tradition, to smash that subscribe button. Leah, is is, is y'all with us? Your people rocking with us? i with you. Us? I
0: knew this was coming. All
1: right, here we go. One, two, three. Three. Ooh. Hey, well, welcome to the family. Like I said, Kevin and I, we don't do fans. We don't do followers. We do family members. So now you're officially a family member. Go check out over 215 episodes of Sports Life Talks. You got next. I'm telling y'all, there's something in there for everybody. And before we get started, I want you to write down a few names, because this episode you're going to need those names here at the end of this episode. All right. Well, all right, Leah. Well, the moment, of truth is upon you. You are you a are world-class ruckus setter trailblazer, and you're about to be the first hockey person on the show to go
2: through the Sports Life Talk initiation. Are you ready for this?
0: I'm, I'm ready. I'm feeling it.
2: All right, let's go. All right, to initiate you into the SLT family, Give us your top five music artists.
0: Okay, this is, guys, this isn't even fair. It's so hard, but I am going to do my best here. And uh, I'm going to get it for these ones. I think, you know, your family, especially your parents, because they control the stereo on all those long rides back in the day when you were kids so they were my first influence on music so a lot of this might come from them but uh, the Beatles were huge they, one of the first groups I remember hearing Elton John was massive uh, my mom threw me on to Whitney Houston and to this day she is still you know I want to dance with somebody Is going to be top of my playlist all the time um, you know going from there Michael Jackson was massive for me as a kid growing up still today as an adult and then I'm a huge country music girl especially country so so that's in there but right now I gotta say I'm loving Lizzo she has very quickly (laughs) Uh, her new I'm just going through it I'm a little behind it's been a busy summer I've been traveling but uh, she is right now I had her on at the gym and and I'm just really really loving her sound right now so so that's what I'll give you for now
1: Hey, so you you be in the gym? All the rumors are true. Yeah, that's
0: That's right. (laughs) Yeah, like I heard, like you know, and she won an Emmy last night for her reality show. Yeah, and you know, I just think she's just—I love that she just is doing her thing, and she's so freaking talented. And I think the world needs that right now. So, so I'm I'm falling in love with her very quickly.
1: Well Leah right. Let me plug our Wednesday night show Real quick Because we had The same debate Leah We had the same debate And I was the only one That fell on the score For Lizzo Okay all, all of the family members Dogged up And I was like Lizzo Cole y'all But y'all come check us out Wednesday night At 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time We have these types of debates Right When it's When it's off the cuff Sports talk And, and pop culture And all that good stuff But but go ahead Leah
2: I'm sorry B. Jones I like how you left out the part It wasn't about her music It was about something else We was talking about But I like what you just did Right there <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's probably it. Like I, 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 I think that's five. Did I not give you five? No, you, uh, you're yeah, not five. You yeah. Okay. Hey. I just, it's so hard. Like that is such, it's like favorite movie, favorite bands. I love music so much. It's just hard, but I did my best to try to narrow them down, no, but you,
2: you, you did good. That was legendary. Okay. So B Jones, okay. go ahead and give you give a five, give a five. Yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was legendary and Lizzo. So that, that,
0: Elton. Yeah,
2: Oh, yeah. She had, she had, she the had Beatles? Beatles? Yeah, that was a classic you, you, you list. You know yeah. what's funny, B. Jones? I had the Beatles song in my head just in case.
0: They're just classic. They're just, you know, and just three guys, four guys playing musical instruments, two guitar. you know what I mean? Three guitars and a drum, nothing fancy, just writing music, playing it, and just ruling the world. And it's yeah. still around today. So, I mean, I you know, it's and what, still
2: there. And what's the one song that's talking about, uh, look at all the people or something like that? It's always on the commercial. I can't remember. Oh, the
0: God. I can't think of it. You know what right. I'm
2: talking about, though, right? Yeah, I heard classic, this song before.
0: so many songs mm, yeah. that it's, it's hard, except for, you know, some of the, you know, the classics, like, yeah. you know, Hey Dude, Let It Be, all that, but some of their best stuff is on their B-side, so. I little, little,
1: didn't so. think it was going to come here and get no Beatles uh, anthology tonight. <laughs> 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 They're pretty dope, <laughs> though.
2: <laughs> Yeah, leave leave
1: us your favorite Beatles song in the comments. I want to hear what everybody out there think about the Beatles.
0: I have an English mother. She immigrated over from England. So, you know, I have some very English influences in my life.
2: All right. So give us some of your favorite sports teams.
0: So this is another hard one because I don't know about you guys, but when you cover sports for a living, very Mm. quickly, you just, you don't look at sports that way anymore. And it's actually crushing. Um, but when I was growing up, my cousin Ron played net for the Philadelphia Flyers in the National Hockey League. So Philly, um, you know, and the Flyers is a team that I cheered for from the time I was eight all through his playing career. So the Flyers still to this day, I still care about them, um, you know, but now my cousin is general manager, of the Pittsburgh Penguins with, you know, Sidney Crosby, of Ganny Malkin, all those guys. And so I kind of cheer for them as well. Um, I lived, I worked in Boston, so I covered the Red Sox when they won the world series in 2013 and, you know, kind of fell in love with the city and the Red Sox tradition and Fenway. Um, but I don't really have a team sad that I cheer for. It's just because when you're covering sports, it just kind of goes away. And if you say, oh, I cheer for these teams, guess what? You're going to get back. Oh, they're biased. She's biased. Especially when you're Mm -hmm. calling games.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: It's so obviously you want this team to win. you're like, no, I'm not cheering for any teams. I don't even have a favorite team. I have more like favorite athletes and favorite players, but I don't really. I
1: was going teams. to ask you, is it more of a, just an athlete and players That's type thing. thing? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like, I mean, the world is not as good of a place now that Serena Williams is no longer playing. I mean, it was, <laughs> right? you know, it just, you know, just watching her, I mean, what a career and, and, uh. You know, I was listening to a podcast about her today, and you know, so you look at athletes, and that's where you just enjoy the journey of athletes and watching them just excel to those you know levels that you don't even know can be accomplished.
2: And, and it's yeah, funny because because B Jones and I talk about this all the time since we've been doing this show. It's hard to enjoy the game because we're rooting for uh, the coaches that we know and the absolutely. players that have come on. So we can,
1: nah, nah, Kevin, I, I heard I heard her called the the Flyers versus the Blackhawks, No, it was clear bias. I'll do
2: that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was clear by. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. No. Uh, I have heard that before, so. <laughs> hey,
2: that's the last thing she needs cuz I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about that later. All right, so yeah, the one I got for you, Leah. Who is your favorite superhero and why?
0: My favorite superhero. That's a great one. You know, immediately I will go with Wonder Woman because, you know, you put on that cape and the way she goes and and you know I just think what she represents um, I'm actually I work with a mental skills coach right now and we just finished this exercise about your alter ego what is your best self what is your worst self and you take something that emulates all these characteristics and the one that for my best self I have Wonder Woman because Mm. it's like you know she's got the, the you know all the garb on and like that outfit come on I mean you know what <laughs> you know it's and so and, and then she puts on the cape and away she goes and when she does that you she's bulletproof and you know and that's how you know mm. I want to feel when I'm doing my job I want to be in control I want to be powerful I want to be bulletproof so um, you know Wonder Woman to me is one of those emblematic superhero symbols and plus, I don't watch a lot of the Marvel stuff. I can totally say that. Um, so I don't know a lot of the new superheroes. So, so that's the thing. No. But they all seem to be recycled, anyway. So yeah, the classics
2: are the best ones, anyway. That's I hate to say people. it. Yeah. Right. So, Diana Prince. Since every good superhero needs their own theme music, what would your theme song be? <sighs> My
0: theme song. So this is kind of like like a walkout song, like when you know.
2: Yeah, it's just if you coming out. Yeah, it's just your song. The song yeah. that's for you.
0: Oh, that's a great question. That's so hard, you guys. I, you know, right now, the first thing that's popping into my mind, and, you know, I am a Canadian girl, so is would, I would probably go with Drake started from the bottom now I'm here. Oh, you know, started I, from
1: the bottom now, here. yeah.
0: Yeah, just, just because, you know, just over the last few years, just, um, you know, what I've done. And, and if not that, uh, just because I'm, I'm percolating now, because you guys got me thinking, maybe it, it, might be, it, it might be Jay-Z on to the next one. Cause I'm a big believer like once you hit something let's go you know ah, so
1: yes. you know you're hip-hop though I- I'm yes. impressed you, you know you hip-hop
0: I saw Jay-Z at Fenway Park and my goodness it's still one of the best concerts he was with Justin Timberlake and my goodness the show he put on he was so good so yeah he was great
2: well, B. Jones, I knew it it's going to be hard to shake somebody that's in the media, but she just killed my initiation, so... Ah, she, she part of the family, man. Yeah, so go uh, ahead and take it away, man. Yeah,
0: that's great. Thanks, boys. Well,
1: Leah, you did awesome. That was amazing. Uh, I know everybody who watched that enjoyed that as well, but let's, let's peel back the onions on this thing, because we got some stuff <laughs> to unpack here. We got some stuff to talk about. Now, first, you said you, you, your family uh, immigrated over here, right? So tell us a little bit about where you're from, kind of coming up.
0: Well, my mom came over from England, from a place okay. called Ekna, uh over in England, and it's a couple of hours outside of London, just to give people kind of a geographic uh, idea. And she came over on, the, you know, on the boat uh, back in the day, and uh, she was only eight years of age. And so, you know, she's been in Canada for a long time, but technically, I'm a first generation Canadian, because my mother is an immigrant. My father is from Manitoba, the province of Manitoba in Canada, and um, my dad is the one with the heck- Hextall last name. And and for those who do know hockey, um, Hextall is a very big name in the game. Um, Yes. There are three generations that have, played in the National Hockey League. My grandfather, Brian Hextall, who I refer to as Pops, uh, he's a Hockey Hall of Famer, played for the New York Rangers and um, you know led the league in scoring and in 1940 scored the Stanley Cup winning goal for them in overtime against the Toronto Maple Leafs. So uh, when I go to games at MSG still, his banner is hanging in the rafters. And when I do games there, it's such a special place to see it. And, and there's people there and just the history of him. And, and as soon as I walk in, people know i'm a hex doll. my grandfather was brian so he, a very very big name in the hockey world and had two uncles who played and then my cousin ron who i alluded to was a goaltender that uh, for those who would know he um was a very physical goaltender he still holds the record for the most penalty minutes for a goalie <laughs> uh, he scored a couple goals he was the first to do that and, and then he actually was quite a player he won the vesna trophy which is you know the Top goaltender and went to the cup final a couple of years. So, my dad's side is the big hockey side. And, uh, and my dad himself won a national junior title and, uh, and, and played and, and went to an NHL training camp, but just didn't quite make it back in the day. So, um, that's kind of the two sides of me. My mother is this incredibly intelligent English woman, and, and I grew up with English grandparents and very influenced by that. I mean, I was heartbroken when the queen passed away this week and oh. uh, last week now. And, um, you know, and I've been over there and incredible family over there. And, and boy, can they crush a cider at the pub? I mean, we're Canadians, <laughs> and we, we're known for our beer drinking, but there's not the Londoners have everything on us. So, um, so anyways, it's just, uh, those are the two sides, very athletic side. And then my mother who, um, you know, brought a lot of art and, you know, made sure I played the piano. Cause she's like, my girls aren't just going to be jocks. Um, so I have a very artistic side to me too, theater, et cetera, music, which comes from my mom.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That is super awesome. So it's fair to say that your your, your cousin Ron was a uh, was one of the Broad Street bullies, huh? Well, you
0: know, he, was- he came a little bit after that, but I mean, the Broad oh, okay. Street bullies—that's just the culture, right? That's yeah. That's who the Flyers are. So he was very beloved there because he fit right into that style.
1: <laughs> he was <laughs> fighting <laughs> every, every game. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Putting them hands on people. Well, so so you it sounds like to me you you had only one clear cut path. Now did, I know a lot of families who you know they they specialize in one thing, and then you'll see somebody who goes and strays off the beaten path and does their own thing. When did you when did you find a personal connection with hockey, or did you just look at Paul and you was like, oh man, I just my grandfather doing it. So when did you, you know, form your own relationship with hockey?
0: That's a great question because I think, you know, people automatically assume because I am a hex doll, well, of course she would do hockey. Um, You know, I didn't play the sport growing up because quite frankly, when I was growing up, there were no female leagues because women's hockey really, you know, it didn't even get into the Olympics until the late 1990s. So you you had to play with the boys and I mean, hockey, you guys have seen it. It's a very physical sport. So my my dad was like, listen, as soon as they start hitting, she's not going to be able to play and then she's gonna miss out on all these other sporting opportunities. So I kind of played everything else but hockey, but my draw to it just simply came from sitting around kitchen tables, listening to story after story of different generations and incredible stories, such living oracles that my family were, and not just them, but they knew so many people in the game. So when you hear about it all the time and you grow up as a doll where I'm from, it's just very clear that hockey is a huge part of your identity and who you are. But for me, I always loved being at the rink and I can't explain it till this day. Like. I love walking into a rink. I love immediately when you walk in how the air just changes because there's that hint of cool. I love after they fled the ice and it's just that perfection. It looks like a sheet of glass and you're just sitting there like, okay, what story is going to be told now on this perfection because these players are about to come out and play. Um, you know, so I just loved being at the rink, I loved being outside on the pond, skating, and just playing games of shinny, which is like pickup hockey. Um, You know, so that's how I grew up as a Canadian kid. And, And in Canada, hockey is our sport. You know, it's not like in the U.S. We don't have, you know, we have one baseball team and we have one NBA team and then the rest is hockey. And, you know, it's what football is down there is how I kind of explain it to people and it's just such a big deal up here so you know I was just always kind of gravitated towards it but I, I truly growing up never thought that I was going to end up doing what I'm doing today.
1: Well we're going to talk about that in a second because uh, I, and, and before we do I, I want to say that I, I, y'all deserve another basketball team. That's all I'm going to say. Canada right? deserves another basketball team. I don't know why what they got w- me.
0: That's what we really Ooh, want. Ooh, a WNBA team, WNBA team would be, would be nice. nice. WNBA team so bad. They're going to play, I think, a exhibition game here next season. So we're hoping that this is... The start
1: to maybe getting a team up here in Canada because that would be amazing. it's coming, it's coming. Yeah. So, so, so now I know everybody's curious, you know. Uh, so, you found your lane, you fell in love with hockey. You kind of got me wanting to go to a hockey game. You talked about the sheet of ice and the, the glass and the cool brisk. I'm like, man, that sound that sound pretty badass right there. I'm like, God, yeah, I gotta do that. But, uh, but so tell us, uh, t- tell us about how did you get into broadcasting though? Because I mean, you're, you're, you're an amazing, you're articulate. I, I could tell you got a, a certain energy and passion behind yourself how how did you get into the uh into the broadcasting booth
0: well b jones what happened there was growing up i knew as soon as i had to do a presentation in school or a speech (sighs) with most people cringed and it was their worst nightmare i knew i was getting an a it's just always been something that presenting has always come easy to me and also something that I really enjoy. I was the kid who entered speech competitions at art festivals. Like that's what I'm talking (laughs) about. I, I loved to do public speaking and just the creativity of putting thoughts together and entertaining and all that type of thing. I did a lot of plays growing up, a lot of musicals growing up. But then again, I'm a Gemini, right? So there's two sides to me being the twin symbol. And the other side was my whole life was playing sports. I mean, you know, volleyball, basketball, um, you know, baseball, badminton, golf, everything. You know, everything I could kind of soak into. And I loved it. My best friends to this day are still a lot of people that I grew up playing sports with. So I just finally sat down. I thought I was gonna be a lawyer coming out of high school. Because <laughs> the two texts told me I should do.
1: You would have been a good lawyer, what?
0: though. <laughs> yeah. I think I actually would have been okay at it, just probably because too much. But um, but the fact was is that, you know, that's what I thought I was going to do. I went to school for a couple of years, hated every second of it. You know, when you aren't doing something for me that you love or have passion for, I'm a big believer that without passion, true greatness cannot be achieved. I truly believe mm. that. And I did not have passion for schooling, and it's not cheap to go to university as we all know so i got out and worked for a year and i my parents always said to me do something you would do for free and then you know you'll basically never feel like you worked a day in your life
1: you won't work a day in your life yep
0: and i married my sports which have so many of my happiest moments and i love competitive drive and i just love competing and i married it with the public speaking and the dramatic side of me and i came up with broadcasting And from there, I went to a school, got in, and uh, away we went. And I went out to school in Vancouver, BC. And um, then, you know, ended up getting my very first job in my hometown of Brandon, Manitoba. So, uh, you know, and started there at a very small station. But it was, you know, just the best thing that could happen to me.
1: Now Leah, you could have took that degree You could have ran and hid and played You know, watched, uh, did women's volleyball Women's softball, women's t- There were so many sports That you could have went in and said Hey, this is my lane, this is what I want to be an expert at But you decided to tackle the family business You took it back to your roots And now every picture I see you with It's like you and a bunch of guys It's like you are you are part of the boys club And you go in head first you, Like I mentioned at the, at, the, at the beginning of the show you had so many firsts tell us a little bit about this transition and what 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 kind of mentality do you have to have to go into these types of environments and still maintain your your level of of confidence and 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 just passion and so everybody in that room can feel like hey it's a hex it's a hex doll up in this thing.
0: well you know i'm not gonna say you know i'm not stupid right so strategically when i started in my career first of all there weren't tons of women doing it you know there was still I was usually the only female in the room it's not like today and I was an anchor you know I would host and I was a reporter when I started and for years after that and you know uh, you know, I've always just loved the game, you know, just like I said, love being at the rank, I love the game. I think the sport of hockey, I mean, I put it up there against anything and the reason I do that is because you're not on your natural center of gravity. You are doing this on an ice surface on a blade and these athletes are just so incredibly talented. And so I've always loved it. So, you know, that was an easy thing for me to gravitate towards hockey. It, you know, as much as I love other sports, that was the sport that I really loved. But the fact was, is, you know, I went into my career. I worked hard, finally got a job in Boston, which was a huge break, working for the New England Sports Network. You know, Boston is a city where all they do is win. You're down there talking to Tom Brady all of a sudden. The Red Sox are winning the World Series. I was there when the marathon bombing happened. There was just all of these things that occurred in somewhat of this perfect storm. And then, you know, Hockey Night in Canada, which for a Canadian kid growing up, came knocking on my door and offered me a job to cover hockey full time as a host. And that was the dream job. When I first started in Brandon, Manitoba, that was the dream. But unfortunately, two years into that, they had massive layoffs and I was one of them. And then guys, I couldn't get a job. I, all this experience working on national networks, I, you know, worked for ESPN at the world cup of hockey, all of these things on my resume and I kept getting passed over in those traditional roles I had held as a host and a reporter And that's when, you know, I remember saying to my agent, you know, I got really strategic and I said, where can I be in a class of one? And the answer was play by play. And there was no women doing it. And I had no idea how to go about doing it because I didn't have a playbook. But I knew I knew the sport and I knew that I was a credible broadcaster by that point. And I was working in politics of all things. I came back home to Manitoba, (laughs) got a job. In politics here, a very high profile job, high functioning job. I loved every second of it. I have to say it was good for me to see I could do something else than be Leah Hextall, the sports broadcaster. But while I was doing that on my weekends, I was going out to small towns and calling play by play at the rink for no money to no audience into my phone. And that was how I started. And I did that for a while and, you know, started to see a little bit of improvement. I loved how bad I was. I loved how hard it was. I loved the challenge of it. It was the first time for many years of my career that I felt challenged because in the roles I had done before, I felt quite comfortable. And I'll never forget this because Sidney Crosby, who I'm, I'm assuming you guys have heard of before. He's one of the best. No, hockey who guys. was that? <laughs> 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 I remember asking him when I was reporting for Hockey Night in Canada, you know, here's a guy who has nothing to prove to anybody because he's done it all, right? Generational player. And I remember saying to him, Sid, are you comfortable with your game right now? And he looked at me and he said, Leah, if you're comfortable, that means you're not trying hard enough. And this is the best player in the world. And I'll never forget that. So when I think about the play-by-play when I started, even though it was so uncomfortable, it was time for me to get uncomfortable and that's what play-by-play did. It forced me to try something new, to not be afraid to suck at something new and to go and and maybe try to push the needle forward a little bit and open some doors that hadn't been open before and and get back into the business quite frankly. I'm not going to take that away. It was a strategic thing as well and I'm very fortunate that the same company who laid me off When I picked up the phone and called them and said, I know you guys have a women's package and I would love, you know, to get a shot at calling it. They said, let's do it. And I started calling the women's game that led to ESPN noticing me. I became the first woman to call the NCAA men's hockey tournament and then from there called an NHL game and then from there ended up getting a job with ESPN when they became the national rights holder as the first one to call play by play full time in the NHL. So (laughs) it sounds maybe easier than it was, but it was a grind. And, uh, you know, and, and now that I'm here, it's an even bigger grind. And it's it's even more difficult. Yeah,
1: that, that's my last question. That was I, gonna be my last question. Actually, but, but, but that story shows how fearless you are. But that's my last question. You know, um, every time you go on, you know, there's a there's a million eyeballs, and, and half of those eyeballs, I'm hoping, are young ladies who get the opportunity to look at a, a male-dominated game, and they look at the TV, and all of a sudden, you know, they were playing with their Legos, and they heard a woman's voice, and they look back. Is is it a woman calling this game? Like, what does that mean to you? to represent the minority in this sport and uh, and just be a, a shining light and a, a pedestal or a platform for young ladies to model and emulate as they get older and to, to basically change the change the game you're changing the narrative every time you perform what does that yeah. mean to you
0: Well, well, first of all, I I have to say I give ESPN full credit because they hired with intent, you know, they, you know, as much as they knew that I was a credible broadcaster, I didn't have NHL experience. They could have had their pick of the litter, but they knew that I needed an opportunity and they were willing to look at my potential and open the door so that a new voice could walk through it. And then it's up to me to do the work, right? And that's what I have to do to get better in the forum. But for me, the why every single day, no matter how much social media hate I get, no matter how much I hear even within the hockey community that I don't belong, because it happens. It just, it's new and change is hard. And I understand that. The why every day is the dad who sends me a DM always slide into the DMs, as we say, because it's important. With a picture of his little girl watching the TV, and he's writing me saying she looked at the TV and said, Dad, it's a girl. Because she'd never seen a girl doing that. She'd never seen someone who looks like her, sounds like her. And probably more importantly, guys, when I have mom say, you were calling, and I called my son up to listen to you. There's going to be a whole generation now, if I can keep going, of NHL fans who are not going to care that it is a female voice narrating their hockey game. And right now, we have a whole generation that do have a problem with it. But we are looking to the future. And for me, that's the why. And I have, you know, some incredible young women reaching out to me who know now that this is a possibility for them. And when I was growing up, I didn't know that this was a role that could be fulfilled by a female because I did not see any females represented. And, uh, you know, the more we do this, the more we create diversity of thought, which creates conversation. And, you know, I don't have to tell you gentlemen, it's not just gender, it's people of color. It's all the way through it. That's
1: right. That's right
0: of opportunity and not always hiring the most qualified candidate on paper because how do you become the most qualified candidate if you can't get an opportunity or can't get an experience because of lack of opportunity? And we haven't oh. had the same opportunities traditionally. So it's time to start thinking outside and, and looking for people who are qualified but just need the opportunity to bring in that diversity of thought so everyone can continue to move forward and learn. And uh, we're getting there in the hockey world slowly but uh, I I just appreciate being a part of that movement and I'm very proud to be a part of that movement
1: well I tell you what hey, if y'all hadn't go check out at Leah Hextel on Instagram go check out some of her highlights I'm telling y'all she know what she's doing if you one of those idiots who don't watch hockey because of females man I, I you don't love sports I man. would get fine I would get fine to say what I want to say but I'm just telling you shame on you all right Leah Eto this is the part of the show where Kevin and I, we go against each other and now you are officially calling all the shots oh welcome God. to the championship rounds I know your, your your cousin he loved that sound he was like oh <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I'm about to put Kevin in the penalty box all right so here we go have you ever played a game called would you Rather before I have All right. So the rules are very simple. Kevin and I will both present to you an option. You select one of those options. Whichever one you select, that host gains a point. The first host to get two points or the best out of three will win this episode's game of championship rounds. And uh, I don't know who got the belt right now, Kevin.
2: You know what? Honestly, I don't remember,
1: but I think it was Bland's episode. Didn't I get it? I think you wanted to, man. So it's, it's time for me to win it back. All right, Leah? All so right. it's time for you to win it back. oh, We're going to have to do a line change. Wait, wait, your cousin in the room, so I can do a line change if, uh, if, if I don't get the answers I need. Well,
0: you know, I'm sure you're going to get the answers you need here. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, here we go. Brandon Manitoba, let's stand up. Here we go.
2: Round number one. All right. Would you rather become the owner of your own NHL franchise or... Or become a legendary Hall of Fame
1: broadcaster for any professional team of your choice.
0: Oh, I, I'm sorry, I would rather own my own
2: team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh! You can't do What's not one of the options?
2: <laughs> no, you didn't you didn't choose this, yeah, so that's why yeah, off, oh, you didn't
0: that's what I would rather do. No, you want to
2: <laughs> own your own team? You <laughs>
0: You get to hire people.
1: You get to call the shots. All right. right. That's all right. I like it. I like it. I subscribe. Okay.
2: (laughs) B Jones, you you can't treat her like that, man. (laughs) 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 Round number two. Here we go. You didn't know that her family is a family full of fighters, B Jones. You really want this? I know, man. Hey, but I I respect Ron. No, man. There you go. All right. So round two. Would you rather host your own cooking show where you interview athletes and celebrities as they take you around their favorite place to eat in their hometowns or... Or play skinny, as you called it, in your own YouTube series with uh,
1: featuring professional hockey players and playing in the cities that they grew up in. So kind of going to the rinks that that Sid grew up in and being able to interview him and talk talk uh, talk
2: hockey.
0: I, I would rather the second this time, guys. Yeah, I think that'd be. I love going to ranks, so I love and I love seeing old rinks. So that would be awesome.
2: Oh, that's right. the money sign, right? She gets the money because you know, okay. yeah. Yeah, she answered I correctly. Didn't I didn't correctly.
0: Yes.
1: Not, not. <laughs> all right, round number three in the final round. Here we go. Oh, no. it's the would match. you rather? the Leah Hextel Trailblazer Award named for you for the next female that comes up in journalism to be
2: given a scholarship or would you rather have a shoe made by Nike named after you and the proceeds go to multiple scholarships to females who want to attend colleges?
0: Oh, I'm sorry, B. Jones, but totally the shoe by Nike. I mean, like, can you know, imagine? Like, Jordan has his own shoe. I, like, of oh, course man. I want my own shoe. I mean, the other stuff is good on it too, but I'm so superficial that I would just love to be like Mike and have my own shoe. <laughs>
2: and still champion the head coach, you, uh, Thank you so much, Leah.
0: Well, I am. Maybe to hold on to
2: the belt. Another show.
0: Congratulations, congratulations. And B-Jones, I, I wish can you had next, next, uh next game. Yeah.
2: Well, Do y'all better hang out, next out with, with us out, for the you know. next
1: episode. Y'all hang out Do with Kevin. us. Uh, it, hey, but McEvin in the hockey world, that was uh, she was off sides anyway. So it <laughs> don't count. <care. laughs> it don't count. <care. laughs> all right leah well you talked about the future and how you're so progressive but the title of the show is all about the future right it's you got next so tell us what is your plans for the future what what do we have to look forward to as if we follow your career here closely over the next couple of years
0: i you know honestly the season starts here in the nhl on october 11th i will be in LA. Uh, call doing the game between the Kings and the Vegas Golden Knights, and I just want to continue to get better. It's my definition of success is very simple. It's a new skill. I want to get better uh, each and every game and just continue doing something that I love doing.
2: So were you calling any games in Dallas?
0: Uh last year I did I don't have anything in Dallas on my schedule yet. I have the stars. Actually the first week I'm calling the stars and against the Nashville Predators, but the game's in Nashville. <laughs>
1: Leah, the Stars going to be better this year because I was so excited when we went to the finals. I'm still mad at Tampa Bay. It's, it's hard for me to root for Tampa Bay right now because they, oh, they beat us I, for their championship.
0: It's hard, but I mean, you know what? The Stars still have so much talent on them. I mean, losing, you know, I could get into it, but, you know, Klingberg's not going to be there that year, but, you know, they'll, they'll be fine, and, you know, with what Ottinger did in net their goaltender and they got him locked up for a couple of years, what he did in the playoffs. I covered that series. I covered the game seven where he made history. And yes, they didn't win it and they lost in overtime to Calgary, but they have a bright future. And if you have a goalie in hockey, you got a chance. And that's the bottom line.
2: I well, like at that. At least we're alive, B. Jones are watching win in like ninety six, I think that's when it yeah, was. Yeah, well right. with Mike Madonna and Brent Hall. Yeah.
0: Back in the day, back in the nineties, yeah.
2: All right, so do you have any shout-outs you want to give?
0: Well, you know what? I do have some shout-outs I want to give. Um, The first and foremost is always to my family because anything that we talked about here today, the only reason I've had the ability to do it is because the unconditional love and support of my mom, Liz, My dad Randy, who I lost a couple years ago and never got to see me call in the NHL, and and it still breaks my heart today. But he was such a big influence. He was the one who taught me, you know, what offside was, you know, everything about the game. Um, so I miss him terribly. But most of all, too, probably my sister is the biggest shout out I will get. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal this from Serena. Just like she said, there would be no Serena if there wasn't Venus, there would be no Leah if there wasn't a Lindsay. So just to my family is my core, and this has been a really last. Season was a really tough season being the first to do something. It was a little bit lonely. You were kind of on your own island. And uh, it was my family that just kind of was pushing me up that hill like a big boulder all season long. And uh, I just love them so much.
2: All right. So, shout out to your family. So, this is the part of the show where you get a chance to call out the person that you think should have next. Tell them, hey, I got a chance to rock with B. Jones and KT. I told them my story. I want you to do the same thing. With that said, Who are you passing your puck to? I guess that's what we're going to go with, right? That is a
0: great reference. Who am I passing my puck to? You know, I I honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to another female who's starting to do exactly what I have done, and her name is Kenzie Lalonde, and Kenzie became the first woman to call a, a junior hockey game in the province of Quebec um, a couple years ago, and she just finished calling the women's World Hockey Championship for a network called TSN up here in Canada. Mm-hmm. I've she- seen TSN. He is doing her thing And um, you know She's someone that I think has a bright future And um, you know Is just kind of starting out In her broadcast career But she's starting As a play-by-play Because she knows It can happen And that means progress The fact that she knows She can do this Right That warms my heart So um, I think you know She's somebody that I think Is going to be a big part Of the conversation In hockey in the future
1: Yeah I I watch uh, Canadian Football League On TSN all the time (laughs) so.
0: yes, I'm in yep, winner. Yep. We are the home of the back to back defending great cup champions, so uh, the Blue Bombers, so uh, and they're they're killing it this year again. Oh. So, uh, I'm yeah. a
1: Hamilton fan, I'm a Hamilton I'm Tiger, Tiger, now, cats yeah. Tiger Cats
0: fan, Tiger Cats, hey, the old tie Cats. that's great. I love that you guys do, I love that you guys know the CFL, yeah, great league,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, Lindsay you are on the clock kevin will be reaching out to you and you are next up but uh leah, oh my goodness i i i use the word trailblazer not knowing uh i i think that you we have to find a word that defines the next level of trailblazer because you are like the the genesis or the alpha i don't know you are you are amazing you're talented your your, your energy is infectious you are fearless sister when i tell you you are the truth and leah Hextar you got next what well, it's like talk nation oops we did it again. That's right. That was a banger, an amazing show. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. I promise you we got many more to come, but wait, this is your last opportunity. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell and be notified anytime we drop new content with new people, with new rising stars. And also, don't forget to share. Remember I told you to write down some names? Now you know why. There's a young lady that needs to hear this episode and you are personally responsible for sharing that mission we can we still giving out some free t-shirts
2: yes it's come out of your budget
1: so let's do it <laughs> Well, I lost championship round, so I'm broke. Hey, but check this out. If you go to our IG page, at Sports Life Talk, tag in five friends, slide in our DMs. Just let us know your address. We're going to shoot you over a Sports Life Talk t-shirt just for showing some love and sharing it. And uh, and don't forget, I shamelessly plugged it at the beginning of the show, but Kevin and I, we do go live. That's right. We have a real fun, uh, high-level conversation with the family members are uh, cheering us on. It's an interactive show, so you can come be a part and participate as well. We go live Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central at the time and we stream on twitter and youtube so don't forget we've smashed that bell you will be part of it all right so uh kevin like uh, yeah, you you feeling yourself you got the hoodie on a little early huh still september kevin you 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 cold already
2: well i was representing canada isn't it cold up there all the time it's, it's cold day eh?
0: it's it's starting to get fall like here it's, uh, <laughs> sadly summer is over
1: well, man, right, well kevin i'll let you i'll let you close us out man
2: this was dope. This episode spoke for itself. So if you don't like this episode, kick <laughs> rock. just like Lizzo said, when she gave a speech, y'all just go to, you know, where and kiss, whatever you want to Leah. Thank you so much for walking with us. You got two brothers here in Dallas. So if you ever hear is on B Jones.
0: Oh, got it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me so much. And it truly, this was just was awesome. And I just thank you for reaching out and having me on.
2: All right,
1: Leah, you gotta sing this song with me one last time. You ready? Oh, I wanna dance with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna feel the heat with somebody.
0: Sports
1: Life Talk Nation. We love y'all. Stay safe. Be blessed. Respect each other and love one another because together we are better. And keep dreaming big because you never know. Your story may be the next one featured on Sports Life Talks. You got next. Yeah. See what's crazy I knew you had necks because you always working, you always grinding, you're in your bag because you're always working. Like in due time, I just, I knew you got necks. You did it, huh? Crack the code. You got next, you smash your goals. You want next, you need exposure. Well, sports like talk, got the baddest show, like the baddest. Hot in the room, podcast to tune in to just for you to talk your shit. Talk mushroom, you want what you eat and you should consume. Sports like talk from the late night to the afternoon, then rest, repeat. Hit the like, leave a comment, or subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You got next, just a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity. What's up next is you, at least you better be. like me, if you got next, if you got next, yeah, if you got next, then you know where to be, I'm talking sports life, talking this.